It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. My name's Sean Dangler, and this is another edition of the Coronavirus Unemployment Chronicles. Look at that. Nailed it. Still haven't got any suggestions for better names, but I would take them. But yes, I'm here talking about my unemployed life, and uh, still unemployed. That's okay. Uh, last episode, I talked about having that job interview, and I didn't get it. It's fine. It is. It's. It was the. I think now I can speak a little more openly about the company just because I was like kind of sketched out something might happen but I mentioned this a little bit before their website was the most corporate speak website I have ever seen it looked like a website someone just put up very hastily just so they could get some Joe Schmo to apply to their job there's definitely a little sketch level factor going off. And then also reading the um reading the indeed job reviews. It was like either very good or very bad. Not that not that that doesn't happen with other companies, but I just thought it the way it seemed it seemed very sketchy. Because some of the bad ones kind of all hit upon the same thing. So it was like, uh, okay. (laughs) I don't know. So I'm not that, not that upset. I will say though, it was the quickest, um, the quickest way between getting the interview and then them being like, now we're going with someone else. Cause I got Friday at, I applied for the job about between eight or nine o'clock. I got the interview to do the one-way interview. I got the email to do the one-way interview about 9.47, I think. I could be wrong on that. But I feel like it was that. Then I did that interview that night. And obviously over the weekend, they weren't going to check it. That made sense. Or maybe they did, and that's what made it so fast. I don't know. So... Monday morning, 9.47 a.m. again. See, that's where I'm like, I don't remember if it's 9.47 both times. But whatever. It was in the morning on Monday, I was rejected. I was like, dang. That was the quickest way to email me and get this thing over with. Which was nice. I actually enjoyed it. Because I I appreciated the brevity. Brevity, there we go. So, it was pretty good. Now, in terms of that, I wasn't sure. I, To be honest, it's like I kind of want to go a little bit without. I, I don't want to just get the first job offered to me. I mean, I'll probably say this in like six months from now. I'm like, I wish I would have gotten that job. But at this point, it's I, I want to kind of just sit back and kind of see what happens. If decisions are made... To do something else, uh, I will do that. 
I don't know. I like I kind of am like, well, maybe things will happen the way they need to happen. We'll see. That's kind of kind of what it is. I'm not. I'm. I'm like in a rush, kind of a little, you know, to get a job. It'd be nice if I get the right job, but I'm not gonna rush to just get a job. Yeah, as long as that unemployment check is coming, and I'm doing other stuff right now to keep myself busy, it's fine. It really is. Uh, what else? I did feel briefly on, I think it was Sunday. Maybe yesterday, maybe Monday morning. I did start feeling a little weird in terms of like, oh man, I really don't have a job <laughs> like it, it kind of hit me a little more than it has in the past where it's like yeah i'm not going back to cti like i'm not on vacation you know this isn't gonna happen anytime soon that i will be like walking back into cti holding my head held high that's just not true i think the more i the more i think about it it's like because it's like even if say the coronavirus you know, we get through this and, you know, it's been extended through April. But, say like June or July, that's when it's like we finally, every state in the United States has hit the peak. You know, it's coming down. They're still not going to have live events. Like, and if they do, like, they're not going to have more. Like, it's going to be such a slow incline in terms of allowing people in like they're not gonna just bam all right everyone here's let's have stick 300 people in a room like it'll slowly go from you know the 10 to the 50 and i've kind of talked about this before but 10 to the 50 to the 100 even if you have a 100 you only get up to 100 that's still like not enough for i think a live events to where what we were doing to be running that successfully i i don't know Maybe I'm wrong. And I also think about returning to CTI, and it's like, I... Live events is great. Like, I really enjoyed, but I, what I enjoyed most were the people I worked with. I didn't really enjoy the live events by the end as much as I had. There's certain events I liked more, but there are certain events that just sucked. Or weren't, like, worth it, I guess. So it's not saying I wouldn't go back. But I feel like... unless I mean, I could be very desperate at that point. But... Like, I'm not... I, I feel like if I go back, I'm going to try to, you know... Get a slightly better... Pay or PTO. Like I kind of have said before. But like... Or a better position in the sense of like... this is These are my conditions. Or just to have a little more leverage... If it comes down to that. I hope I have another type of job before that. But if I don't, that's fine. I'm more than willing to put in my time at CTI. Look at that. So I don't know. I It will be interesting. I th I just... I really think... I, like, I try to think about the concerts and things. Like, we're not having a... No one's... There's going to be no concert... Like, arena-level concert. Like, in Wells Fargo Arena. For at least a year, I bet. Like, there's just no way I can see that happening. Because, say, I, and I've 
kind of talked about this on the news, you know, the coronavirus, it might come back in the fall. And so it's just the whole thing starts again. It probably won't be nearly as bad you would hope because people are kind of more in tune now with what social distancing is and that stuff. But I even if it didn't come back, I still, like, concerts are not going to happen anytime soon. Like, I think, like, Hoyt Sherman or, like, Gallagher, Blue Dorn or just any venue where it's, like, you know, maybe 2,500, that, 2,500 to 5,000, that might happen. But no one's going to be in close quarters. The repercussions of that will be very interesting. Because obviously if, you know, take Taylor Swift I, or like Jim Gaffigan for comedy stuff, you know, they can't do those big shows. So if it makes sense for them, maybe they'll do TV shows instead. I don't know what the economics is compared to how much you make in doing a TV show besides doing a touring, like live touring. Whether it's how much of that difference is. Because I know live touring is definitely where most, at least musical and bright comedians, make majority of their money. But the thing is, if they can't do those arenas. If the top level performers can't do the arenas, they're going to move. You know, and, there, and there isn't another option. I mean, they could do the shows. But that's why I don't know like shows or movies. Because everyone's going to be grasping. Every performer after all this entertainment performer will be grasping for whatever they can get. So it's going to squeeze the little guy. Because all the big performers, they'll move down to whatever the next level is. If it's, you know, going to the smaller-ish venues. You know, 5,000 seaters, 2,500. And then the people who are performing those will get pushed down into the next and it just pushes down so all the little guys all gonna get squeezed so it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit i think it'll be fine i think everyone but i do think you know people during this time some quality performers are gonna hit some hard hard patches i mean not that they already have but they will but like that means people will get done you know, newer performers who are working themselves out, going out to all the funny bones across the country. Like, they're going to get squeezed. Everyone's going to hit a big squeeze here, even after all of this. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. As for myself, I think my comedy stuff will be fine-ish. Not that I was booming before. There could be, because I, I, I'm not doing it. I don't have the connections enough to get in the funny bone or anything like that. I wish I did. But I just, the networking part gets so hard <laughs> at times to do that. So that part is annoying. But I don't, I, you know, I, I don't have that. I My goal is to just do a little corporate things, which I think I can... At least help out. Maybe not headline it, but open. I can definitely do that. And so, I'm really hoping, you know, I can keep doing that. 
but there's a lot of performers. The real performers that live in L.A. and New York. They're screwed. They're gonna have to figure something out. It'll be interesting. I I don't think I don't think it's a doom and gloom. I think creatively it'll work out for people. And that's really it. Oh, one more thing I did being unemployed. I good lord, I cleaned up so many leaves yesterday. I got three bags to add like our to our ten bag collection of leaves. We had so many damn leaves. I had to crawl under our sunroom and get a bunch of leaves out, and I was exhausted. Afterwards, my legs were tired. Not fun, but I was able to do it during the day since I was unemployed. I have to wait till like the weekend or five after five o'clock. That part was nice, but good lord, I hate leaves. <laughs> that's my time. Thank you for listening. That's been the Sean Dangler Coronavirus Unemployment Chronicles. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.